Welcome to With a Twist, the number one parenting show on the planet. In an era where the majority of children are not asking what they want to be when they grow up, but instead what they want to be when they give up, With a Twist will help you raise hopeful, thriving, engaged, and confident children. Be the parent you've always wanted to be using With a Twist's signature success system. With a Twist is the only parenting podcast that will enable the everyday parent have peace of mind while navigating the school system and life. Give your child the opportunity to thrive instead of just barely survive. And now, the founder of With a Twist, Amber Scotchburn. Hi, it's Amber Scotchburn, and are you ready to get twisted today? What I thought was so interesting in the last couple podcasts I've done not just my voice, haha, <laughs> but the feedback I'm getting in relation to people going, wow, I had some great ahas around wealth and how I see that and how I'm going to change that. And, and that's just super exciting for me. So thank you so much for the feedback and please keep giving it to me. Um, the other thing I thought was really neat that I wanted to share with you is that when we're teaching our kids these different things, like my last podcast about gratitude journals and affirmations, we're not just doing this for um, them in just this exact moment. I mean, yes, it's for them in this exact moment and that we want them to do it in this exact moment, but it's also for their future. And I wanted to share a stat with you that um, I read about gainful employment. And what that means is that people can be well employed and stay at their jobs, which is gainful employment. So The reason cited for children living at home until they're really old, like 32, as I've shared in past podcasts, that's the new statistic, is that they can't find gainful employment. And so why is that? Well, what are we taught in school? And I'm going to do a couple podcasts on that. But right now, I just want to kind of focus on the fact that the workforce is looking for what we're not taught in school. And what that means is that they're looking for more than just degrees. Google discovered that the most successful employees are candidates who have demonstrated, this is the beginning of the quote, a resilience and an ability to overcome hardship. Okay, so in a resilience and an ability to overcome hardship. This is from Google saying, these are the employees that we're looking for. We're looking for employees that feel like they can take risks, can understand team and team goals, and are engaged in what they're doing. They critically think, they have excellent communication skills, and they possess the ability to trust others. Why is Google looking for all this? Because when people are motivated and work well like that together, they're motivated to help each other. It's not this single thing like you're in school, right? It's this competition for yourself, kind of against yourself and others to get a single mark. Well, Google's like, that doesn't actually work. And the other part that's so key and important what they're saying is that they want somebody who's went through hardships because guess what? Life throws us curveballs and we do have hardships. And so we need to be able to figure out how to get through them. So who on the team matters less than actually how the team interacts and how they structure their work for themselves and how they view contributing to the world, sorry, contributing to the world. So this is super important because we grow up with this definition or this thought, a lot of us, that 
life is really about getting this job and obtaining this wealth and then getting material possessions. And really when I shared with my podcast listeners is that when that was stripped away from us as a family, we had to have this resiliency to overcome hardship. And part of how we did that is we started doing gratitude journals and affirmations. So the last couple podcasts have been about that. And the other piece that we really needed to work through which is what this podcast is about, to overcome this resiliency and hardship, was to not be focused on the past. And I have an activity that I get our clients to do, and it's called a lifeline. Now, depending on the age of the child and how we're doing it, I don't necessarily say, hey, we're going to do a lifeline. I may ask questions to get us to the point where we're building their lifeline. But basically what it is, is that our lifeline is what keeps us alive, right? It's a collection that's everything that's happened to us in our life, and it shapes who we are today. Can we agree on that? That everything that's happened to us to get us to this point in our lives shapes who we are. And it's important to note that all the events that have shaped us haven't been happy events. And maybe you're living through one of those events right now that's not a happy event. But if we hold on to our lifeline events and let them dictate how we move forward in life, we aren't living consciously. And so when I shared with you guys that I had my Monday to Friday government job where I had tons of material possessions, what I also shared was that I felt like I was this hamster on a wheel when I started getting conscious because I wasn't actually going through the motions or sorry, I was actually just going through the motions, but not in a, in a really conscious way. And I didn't realize that until I went through my unhappy event, which was having all of that stripped away. And the reason I always say to get curious, and I get curious with my clients and my kids, and want you to get curious with yourself and your kids, is because you want to start asking those questions to see what events did you have in the past that maybe are weighing right now and limiting you from moving forward. So I really want you to release the past. I want you to look forward to the forward look forward to the forward, look forward to the future that you're creating and that you can do no matter where you are at, you can do it. And so what is happening in your life, you're solely responsible for. And that's the other key thing with looking at a lifeline is that when you look at the past, if you're still in blame mode, like I blame my parents for this, or I blame my child for the fact that I didn't finish school or whatever, then you're still stuck in that past and you want to get forward moving and forward thinking. So, you know, I want you guys to create the best parenting lifeline ever. And so how are you going to do that? Well, lots of times I want you to think of what the parenting event is that you feel maybe is having you be stuck in where you're at. Um, Think of that, you know, as you go through the podcast, in the past podcasts or as you move through our future podcasts or as we go through this podcast. And I'm talking to you about something. I'm talking to you about wealth or making mistakes or failure or judging your kids. You know, where have you gotten caught up in that and you're still living there? And really significant things that um, usually affect us are things like births, births of our kids, birth, our own birth, birthdays, vacations, moves, sports, awards, graduations, death, 
divorces, remarriages, work changes, relationships, religious and spiritual ceremonies, first experiences, pets, gifts, immediate family members' events, really close friends' events, school, concerts, conferences, injuries, workshops, and you could probably come up with some more. But those are all ideas that I want you to start just jogging your memory of maybe there's an event that's in your past that you're holding on to. So then what you do next is you kind of go, well, okay, I actually do feel like I'm still holding on to this particular event and I'm going to rate it. Negative 10 being the worst possible thing ever to positive 10 being the most positive thing ever and you could fall anywhere in between. Maybe zero would be a neutral for that. So you think of this event and you rate it and then you think, hmm, am I still feeling the same way as if the as if the event had just occurred. So for instance, if it's something that happened 10 years ago, you know, let's say, um, this isn't necessarily based on truth, but let's say my son's birth 16 years ago was traumatic for me for any reason. And 16 years later, I'm still holding on to that. And so I rated it as tr- pretty traumatic at that point. And if I'm still rating it as traumatic 16 years later, then I'm holding on to too much. Right? So you want to see, you want to get curious with yourself. Is there, are you still holding on to that and rating it like you would have as though it just happened, even though it happened years ago? And this is what you can do with your children too, right? So let's say your children's having some anxiety around going to school. Well, what are they holding on to? What past situation has happened to them that they're still living in, in that moment, even though it might have happened way before? So get really curious about that and really figure out with your child what they can let go of out of that event to make sure that they could move forward because that's the worst thing is to be stuck in something when you don't really need to be. And then you got to assess were you responsible for that event or or was that life? Was that life taking a turn? And if it was life taking a turn, what can you be responsible for? Well, you can be responsible for making the change right now and not being stuck in that event. And if you were responsible for the event, what changes have you made since that event? Or have you not? And so would your lifeline just look like this repeat of events happening over and over again? Think about this. It's really significant for people that have been in first marriages. Don't know if you realize, but first marriages, the... um, divorce rate is 50%, over 50%, I believe. And second marriages are like 80% as the divorce rate. Why? Well, let's think about it. You've went through your first marriage and you've had a divorce. If you haven't corrected or worked on the things that you were responsible for in that, then guess what? You're going to bring them into your next relationship and your next relationship's going to fail. So, um, And again, we don't have to look at failure as a bad thing, but if you haven't looked at what changes you need to make, you're still maybe even not stuck on that. You're thinking cognitively or consciously, but you could be if you're still holding on to the behaviors that caused that thing to happen in the first place. You know, also think if you could change any of those events, would you have changed them? So, you know, would you have changed your first marriage if that was something you're thinking about for yourself, for your child? You know, what what could they have changed? Would they have changed maybe how they studied for the test? Would they have changed how they treated a friend? Would they have changed what extracurricular event they decided to do? 
Then you want to see if there's any links between the way you parent and your life events. And for your children, you want to see if there's a link between any of the events that they've went through and ways that they're making decisions and choices in their lives. So basically, in knowing what you're going to know now through going through past events that might your you sorry might still be holding on to, you can change the course of the rest of your lifeline, right? How cool is that? Once you get control and power back and realize, oh, this event is still affecting me and I don't need it to. Wow! Think of the doors that you can open. So it's super important not to get stuck in the past or get so caught up in the future that you miss the moments that you're living in right now. Human nature has a tendency to be really unappreciative of what is happening in the moment because we're so conditioned to things in the past and we're so conditioned to, oh, we're striving for something in the future. So imagine if you can't just live in the moment that you're living in, you're going to be in this revolving world of pain. Stuck between striving for this future, is it attainable even, when you're actually stuck in the past. So how are you going to live in the moment? How are you going to do that? You're just going to start to get clear, get curious, start to recognize where you're living in the past and how that's dictating your choices in your future. So start releasing the, what if I didn't do X? Start releasing the, what if my parents hadn't done this to me? Let go of those things. Don't have the happy, this is the future one. I'll be happy when I get this. I'll be happy when I buy that. As you can see, that's really living in the future and not being happy in the moment. So if you're always waiting for something to happen or the next life phase to be attained, you're going to be able to go on like that forever because your life is never going to have everything in the exact moment that you want it. Or is it? And that's where you got to get curious and be grateful for what you do have. So for myself and my family, we've created this condition, I guess, if you will, or this mental state of really looking around and being so grateful for what we do have instead of finding all the things that we don't. And, you know, it still happens where we have to remind each other of that. And, you know, my partner was sharing with me that, you know, what if we could just have gotten to this level of attainment and this was for something to do with wealth. And I'm like, whoa, dude, you just look at the fact that we've went to Jamaica, we've went to Mexico twice um, in this past couple of years. We've traveled to Disneyland and, or maybe it was Disney World, whatever the one is in California. We've um, had rentals at these amazing houseboat cottages, or not a houseboat cottage, sorry, a cottage on a lake that's like a houseboat cottage lake. <laughs> we've had all these wonderful experiences, and if you look at what we don't have, we're always going to be looking. So even us, we need reminders of that. I'm I'm your reminder of that. And I bet you if you asked my kids today, they wouldn't say we're poor like they did the last time when they felt that they were stripped away. And they're looking for all these opportunities of what they could be grateful for. So I invite you to do that with your kids. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope that you can help this helped you, sorry, get through any past things that you're having and look forward to the moment that you're in and know that the future is going to come anyway. So why not be grateful for the moments that we have? Thanks again for listening. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are around the world. Great to have you with me today at With a Twist. Please don't forget to give me a five-star rating on iTunes. That would be much appreciated. As well as follow me on Facebook. 
at Amber Scotchburn. Thanks so much.